Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Back with you, Dave Ellswick Show, here on a Wednesday hump day, middle of the weekday over the hill day. We're closer to Friday than we were on Monday. It's a shortened week. We all, uh, for the most part, had Monday off, which was a, a very beautiful day and a great day to have off. And uh, came back to work yesterday. So yesterday you had to do double the work than you normally do on a Tuesday to catch up for where you were at because you didn't have Monday. But even though you had to do that, it was still nice to have Monday off. It's Wednesday, which means it's 7 o'clock, and at that time we always have Congressman French Hill with us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. And, Congressman, we've got several different things I'd like to talk to you about today that I think are, are important to our listeners. Let's start off with the uh, Confucius Institute. For several months, I have been very concerned about them. I think that they're nothing more than an organization to help spy for the Chinese uh, communist uh, government uh, here in the United States. And it looks like uh, there's a good possibility they're going to be shut down across the United States on college campuses and in high schools as well. Uh, can you bring us up on the latest on that? Well, you're right, Dave. Uh, these uh, centers, there are about uh, 500 of them across the world, 96 at colleges and universities here in the United States. And they started out as obviously a cultural center. But they've really become a real arm for propaganda for the communist regime. And they've really also uh, been a base of operations for recruiting people to steal intellectual property. Uh, we even had, of course, a University of Arkansas professor in engineering at Fayetteville who was uh, caught and charged with wire fraud is the only way to get him for what he was doing, which was taking money from the Chinese Communist Party and not telling his uh, superiors at the university and not his collaborators, and obviously uh, doing harm to the U.S. Uh, national security working on major engineering processes. Uh, the Senate has taken action on this, Dave. We haven't talked about this uh, previously on your show, but they passed a bill called S-939, the Confucius Act, uh, in the Senate. It was passed, I think, unanimously in the Senate by unanimous consent back in June. We've tried to bring it up in the House and have been blocked by Nancy Pelosi and the House Democrats. It would effectively um, stop this growing, what I think is a propaganda machine. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, and uh, they were using it as a methodology to go out and recruit. And what is it? I forget. I want to say 1,000 points of light. That's not right. That was George uh, Bush Sr.'s. The 1,000 Talents Program. 1,000 Talents. Thank you. I call it the 1,000 Thieves Program because of what's what the reality has been that we've seen here at the University of Arkansas, we saw at Harvard, which is that it's morphed into not a cultural exchange center uh, where people learn about the Chinese culture and learn the Chinese language. And it's not a um, sort of binational research alliance organization. It's really morphed into this strategic effort by China to steal intellectual property, not just in the United States, but in other other countries, and it's a it's a force of intimidation. I had a, a young intern in my office uh, this fall, Caleb Max, and he organized college age Republicans and Democrats at colleges all over the country to stop the growing communist influence on our college campuses. It sounds like Dave a flashback to the 1950s. Um, but Caleb has done a lot of work here with his colleagues on college campuses. Very impressive. And one thing that bothered him was that when he asked uh, Chinese students to join him in the effort, they were afraid. Yep. <clears throat> they were afraid of doing that because of what might happen to their family back in China. And that tells you all you need to know. Yeah. That, that, that says it all, that the long arm of the Chinese uh, Communist Party can can reach easily uh, across the ocean by striking at the family of a student that's here in the United States. Unbelievable, but it's the communists. <laughs> what do we expect? Well, and, kind of what I expect it, from them. Yeah, you know, for young people in our country, though, I talk to my kids about this. This is what's uh, pervasive and concerning about Chinese technology, whether you're talking about WeChat or TikTok or the way the Chinese are using technology in their own country by integrating social media, banking, uh, health care, cameras, digital cameras in every metropolitan area and neighborhood of China, and they're uploading all this data, and they're creating a social quotient, effectively, a social rating for each Chinese citizen. Can you imagine that? We're talking about, you know, a billion people. And the higher your conformity to following the rules, being a good communist, the better off you are on what you can buy, where you can live, what your credit card limit is, whether you can travel. I mean, this is uh, dystopian 1984 Big Brother stuff like you don't know. And the concern is that they will extend that technology net around the world in other markets and use it for their own uh, spying activities or monitoring activities or social unrest activities. And we found out that Disney, when they were making Mulan, I guess uh, it has come out now that the city where they did most of their filming has the biggest concentration camp uh, of, uh, you know, political prisoners anywhere in their country. I mean, uh, Hollywood Hollywood has been playing uh, kissy face with the Chinese now for several years. 
Yeah, you know what it reflects? You know, during the Cold War, what were what was a major theme for all Cold War movies from the James Bond series forward? Well, it was uh, strange Eastern European countries or behind the Eastern Bloc or something going on with Russia, from Russia with love. Yeah. But you don't see any... Uh, Chinese communist major motion pictures because the Chinese communists are financing the major motion pictures in Europe and the United States. That's concerning, too. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, you don't hear much about, you know, we we called our fight during the Cold War with the people behind the the wall or behind the Iron Curtain, and now nobody wants to make any mention of the bamboo curtain uh, that we're fighting uh, China behind. I mean, it's it's really very, very uh, uh, scary. All right, so with that said, let me move on to something that just broke today. Uh, I'm sure you probably have seen this. Just weeks after helping to broker peace between Israel and the uh, United Arab Emirates, President Trump has been nominated for the 2021 Nobel Peace Prize. That's kind of interesting. That's not going to help Biden's uh, uh, hoping to pull him out of the White House. You, you, you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's keeping with the uh, the global news media's plan. So that's shocking. I'm sure they'll do everything they can to make sure nobody reads that story. Did you hear what Christian uh, Tybring had to say? The man who made the, uh, you know, the... the said that the president should get the the uh, peace prize. He's a member of the Norwegian parliament. He lauded Trump for his efforts towards resolving protracted conflicts worldwide. Quote, for his merit, I think uh, President Trump has done more trying to create peace between nations than most other peace prize nominees. Unbelievable. Yeah, let's recite that for our listeners. Who, after 30 years of failed policy on uh, North Korea, from particularly the Obama just abandonment of any effort, President Trump tried to re-strike a deal there. He got a 15-0 to vote in the United Nations Security Council for sanctions on North Korea, including the vote of China, to work towards denuclearization of one of the most dangerous areas and one of the most bizarre, dangerous regimes in the world. He moved the uh, our embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, something President Clinton promised to do, something that Congress wanted to do in the 1990s, is a signal that says, look, Israel's here. Israel is a major ally of the United States. Israel is a force for good in scientific research. We're going to build a new relationship in the Middle East. He got us out of the appeasement agenda of John Kerry by exiting from a bad deal with Iran to put pressure on Iran to come to the table for a good deal. Uh, He killed ISIS and ended ISIS existence in their terror reign. Uh, he's working uh, for in Africa. He's working in uh, Syria behind the scenes, not successfully yet, but behind the scenes trying to bring a slow end to the conflict in Syria. He's worked tirelessly to get the Russians to back down in the Ukraine. He's strengthened NATO. He's got more members of the 28 NATO, NATO alliance paying their fair share now. These are all things that lead to American leadership and to a safer world. No, wait. I thought everybody hated us. Oh, 
that's right, because that's what we read in the newspaper every day. That's right. Absolutely and what you hear on television. I, you know, this is, uh, this is uh, why it's nice to have a Norwegian parliamentarian step up and say what behind the scenes is actually happening and not in the spin machine of the Beltway, Washington Post, New York Times editorial page. Oh, and by the way, he's also the NATO Parliamentary Assembly. He's a member of that. You know, those are the guys that hate Trump. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you <laughs> anyway, go. I mean, it, I you know, love it. you, 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 you got to love it. And um, anyway, I think this work in, in the Middle East, the UAE uh, effort, um, let's give President Carter and President Clinton credit for progress in uh, Israeli-Arab relations, important efforts. Uh, President Trump deserves the same level of praise for trying to bring uh a better sense of partnership in that region and reset relations. And this UAE announcement is not a small announcement. It's just as meaningful as uh, uh, Jordan and Egypt coming to the table uh, and uh, the work that uh, uh, President Clinton did between the Palestinians and Israel. Still a tough conflict, no doubt. No doubt. These these are decades in the effort to heal the hearts of thousands of years of conflict. All right. When we come back, I want to talk to you about uh, the vice president, former vice president, and some of his snide remarks, uh, along with his running mates about vaccines. Uh, I want to talk still about the cities, and then you're going to be out at the food bank. I want to talk about that as well. That's all coming up, though. We've got to get a break in here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about P.I. Excuse me. PI Roofing, uh, they're ready to help you in your final uh, defense against the elements in your home. You know, your roof, that's what that's what it does. It it helps keep the cool air in during the summer, hot air out, keeps the rain out, keeps the snow out, keeps the wind from mussing your hair in the morning when you're having your morning coffee. Uh, it does a lot of things for you, and you need to take the time to make sure that it's still uh, doing what it's supposed to do. To do that, go to PI Roofing, call them. You've got to call this number. Now, this is the same, this same number I call, all right, 707-3551, 707-3551. You call that number, and the folks at PI Roofing will uh, come out to your house. They'll keep their social distancing going. Uh, they're going to have masks on when they if they have to talk to you. Uh, basically, everything is done over the phone or uh, done in text, and uh, you don't have to break your social distancing or anything like that. So you're, you stay safe. Their workers stay safe. But you know what? Your roof stays at 100%. That's PI Roofing, 707-3551 or piroofing.com. All right, final segment with Congressman French Hill joins us each Wednesday. Uh, The vice president and his running mate, Senator uh, Harris, have been uh, out uh, poo-pooing a vaccine before the election, uh, basically stating that 
unless they hear from established scientists, there's no way they believe a vaccine uh, against COVID-19 would work. In other words, if the president said it would work, uh, they would doubt it. Uh, it, it, it. It's a sad day in politics, as far as I'm concerned, when you call the president a liar about something like this. Let's uh, let's talk about that, Congressman. Well, first of all, Congress has put up $10 billion to support Operation Warp Speed to speed a vaccine to the world, not just the American people, but the whole globe, as well as the work we're doing on therapeutics to treat coronavirus. But this $10 billion Warp Speed project is essential. And guess what? Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, guess who is doing it? The scientists, you, you idiots. There are 100 prospects for vaccines that started out, and we've narrowed it down to seven, and they're in clinical trials, phase three clinical trials with humans, and uh, they are working at warp speed to try to do that on behalf of the world to find a vaccine that works, a vaccine that is as effective as possible against this coronavirus. And let me tell you, Senator Harris is shameless for going on CNN and trashing the president, saying she wouldn't take the vaccine. This is nonsense. And the vice president, Biden, he should be ashamed of himself. And even the Washington Post called them out saying it's insane what they're saying and saying all Americans should be rooting for a, quote, October surprise, quote, uh, close quote. I couldn't agree more with The Washington Post. It thrills me to be able to say that since it never happened. Uh, <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth. So seriously, this is this is this is just election year madness. We have that with Nancy Pelosi, with the post office. We have it. Uh, with all these fear techniques that someone's going to abolish Social Security. You just know you're in a presidential election year. And now we have the best scientists and the best companies worldwide working on a vaccine. And we have the leaders of the Democratic Party politicizing it. Pitiful is my response. All right. Let's uh, we got just a few moments. The cities. Uh, there's still a flame, yet the media has backed off on their coverage, uh, probably because the Democrats know that it was destroying their credibility in front of the American people. Just some statistics that I used yesterday. In Chicago alone, 3,000 shootings almost in this year uh, since January 1st, 476 deaths. 176 of those deaths are children 16 and under. Our cities are dangerous areas to go to. They're dangerous, and this is why we need consensus in this country that Democratic slogans like defunding police or encouraging rioting or being silent about looting and rioting and uh, perpetual crime and not condemning uh, the killing. Uh, nightly killings of people by teenage children shooting and kids under 16 dying is a, is in, the, in our big cities. Is, it's a crisis, and we should be condemning it. We should be doing more policing, more training, more uh, de-escalation, more work to restore uh, love for each other and our families. So uh, the Democrats have changed their view, and yet they're stuck with the progressive policy, which is to defund the police. They want to get rid of the police. They want to take police out of our schools. They think that's in, that is an inciting event. It's traumatizing kids to have resource officers in our public schools. I mean, that's right. how crazy it is. 
Congressman, one minute left. Uh, you're going to be at the Arkansas Food Bank today. Yeah, Dave, we've still got so many families uh, hurting as we try to get our economy back open. Arkansas is so much better off than so many other states, but uh, I want to encourage people to support our food banks. Uh, we're doing that with the U.S. Department of Agriculture supporting our food banks. If anybody can support the food bank with cash contributions or with food, you know it will go to a good use to help our families that are still struggling. All right. Thank you much, Congressman. We'll let you go and get on with your day. We'll talk to you uh, next Wednesday. Warmest regards. See you then. All right. Bye-bye now. Congressman uh, French Hill here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Coming up, Dan Eberhardt will join us, CEO of Canary Oil. We're going to talk about the economy. We're going to talk about these, uh, I don't know, maybe they're LSD flash blanks that, uh, that Biden is having and some of the crazy stuff he's having. Uh, Joe Rogan said something about Biden uh, yesterday that I thought was great. Let me read it to you. Quote, Biden to me is like having a flashlight with a dying battery and going for a long hike in the woods. It is not going to work out. It's not going to make it. That's what what Joe Rogan uh, had to say. All right, Russia's next, and we'll be back with Dan uh, Eberhardt here on the Dave Ellswick Show, so stay tuned. we got a lot more coming your way here on 101.1 FM, The Answer.